Tasmanian yearling sales going to be conducted January 26, uh, 23 lots. I'm pretty sure there's 23 lots. Yeah, yeah. there is. Yeah. yeah. Brian Mackerel joins me. He is selling lot number 12. But firstly, welcome, Brian. Thank you. Welcome. Um, good to catch up with you. We just yep. went down there. You've got a ride high out of a blissful hall mare, very well performed mare as well. Oh. Um, in the in the sale, the mare herself wasn't was okay. She only had eight starts the mare, but broke down. But uh, it's a good family. Well, she's had a well performed mare that's related. She's related to a lot of well performed horses. And first season saw a ride high. Um, I keep telling Brett Coffey, if Brett's watching this, uh, he loves it. But I was one of the people lucky enough to be there the night. Um, he smashed a track record at Bendigo, went 149 flat. It was a very still night through the middle of COVID. Um, there was only a handful of us who were lucky enough to be there. And uh, he was an exciting racehorse, wasn't he? Yeah, he certainly was. Like I said, I've never been a big fan of first season size. It's not, a, it's not normally a path I take, but I was very taken with him and... I just thought when he stood at start, I thought, oh, we'll, we'll have a roll of the dice because you'd think he's got to throw a decent or somewhere. All right, let's get to the nitty-gritties. We, we, we've got to promote the sale, and we've done that. Yes. A little bit about yourself. One, how young are you? Uh, I was uh, 74 last Monday. Happy birthday. We go today. Thank you. Um, never good being a young kid uh, around Christmas time having a birthday and that, but imagine the older you get, it probably gets a bit better, does it? Oh, yeah, it doesn't. Just another day now, mate. <laughs> is indeed. This is the first horse you've sold. Ever so? Why are we, why are we going sale, down? Yeah. Why are we going down this path? Oh well, um, I've, I've generally bred a couple of foals every year, but I'm getting to the stage where I've got to start and think about maybe um, what I'm going to do by the time this one gets to race and age. Am I going to still be able to yep. uh, go through the motions and do whatever? So uh, rather than leave the mare standing idle in the paddock empty. And I've got a bit of confidence in, in the breed, so I thought, oh, well, I'll, I'll breed one. If I don't keep it, I might be able to sell it. So that's the train of thought. And I'm going to get the mare in foal again this year with the same idea again. And if I don't sell it and I'm going good enough, well, I'll keep it. If not, I'll just, yeah, hopefully if I get a good offer, I'll let it go. I love that, 74 years of age, and you're starting on a new adventure, and more people your age should do it. Well, yeah, I mean... Um, my partner, she's always at me about how much longer we're going to keep going, how much longer we're going to keep going, but uh, I'm retired, and it gets me out of bed of a day. I've got two or three in work. It keeps me most, keeps me active, and, and I consider I am fairly active, and I credit that to the fact that the horses have sort of given me something to do. Um, you train here on the, well, we're here on the Carrick track. Yep. I presume you train on the track? Yeah, yeah, right next door, yeah. How long have you been based here? Uh, we've been here for about 35 years. Yep. Yeah, and um, always had harness horses? Yes, I'm a third generation harness man. My grandparents had horses and uh, it's gone from there. And I've got my son in Queensland. He's, he hasn't at the minute, but he's got horses too. So, yeah, we've been in a long time. Best horse you've had? Um, Doesn't have to be as many wins. What's the no, best, ho the, best horse that you, you've had and the best horse to you? The best horse to me would have been a horse I had probably back in the late 80s, a horse called uh, Rocky Ruff. He was, uh, he won, I think he won 16 out of 28. Wow. And I sold him to Western Australia for very, very good money back in the day. Yeah. He'd be the best horse I've had um, money-wise. Uh, I've had quite a few smart ones. I've, and the other two that I've got that have been, my best two have been related to this uh, foal. A uh, mare called, um, she's exclusive, she won all the feature races, won seven two-year-old features and 
I think she won six three-year-old features. She won the four-year-old features and we sold her to America. She won 154 at Yonkers, her first start. Um, and I had another horse called uh, Party Boy Glenwood that I won a lot of races with, but he was a nutcase. And Andy Gath ended up with him. And he won one night at Melton going um, 154 for 2200 when they never used to do it. Yeah. But um, unfortunately, he broke down. So that'd be the best two or three I've had. But. Yeah, the first bloke was a um, pretty impressive horse, but it sounds rough. Uh, yeah, no, he was, he was a very good horse, very, very good horse, and uh, I'd like to have another one. Have you driven in the gym? Yeah, yeah, I used to drive all, draw my own up till probably oh, 10, 11 years ago. Uh, Jason, my son, he started driving, and he was a pretty good driver, and it's a young man's game, so I took a back seat, and yeah, he drove, and then he moved to Queensland, and now I just try and get the best drivers I can to put on, and... Don't, the best. don't kid yourself. 74-year-olds are allowed to partake in it as well. That's the best, oh, part. Yeah. That's the best part about the industry, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I was barred from getting my licence. I used to still have my licence driving the trials, which was handy because you like to get the feel for young horses, your own horses and whatever. And I had a bad fall here one day at the trials, and the missus and the kids barred me from getting my licence. I was going to say who barred you. It wasn't Taz Racing. It was, it was no. the family. Yeah, the family barred me. So... Uh, <laughs> After that, I, yeah, so I wasn't allowed to drive in the trials anymore, so now I'm track work man, that's it. Do you, had you go the first couple of times when you're watching someone else steer them? Yeah, um, it was a bit nerve-wracking early in the piece, but um, I did have a lot of confidence in my son. He was, Jason was the leading junior driver down here for several years. He represented uh, Tassie on the... Yep. junior driver stage a few times and he went to Queensland and the first year he was in Queensland he finished third on the driver's premiership over there so he was more than competent and I was quite happy to just let, let, you know, him. let him go but uh, now I don't worry about it I just tell him to get in the cart and say we'll do whatever you reckon and go from there. off we go. Your facilities here at Carrick are pretty good? Yeah, yeah, no we've been lucky we've had a few bit of money spent here uh, recent years uh, I've just put a few um, um, permanent stables in if anybody wants to come and, you know, stable here. And they're really good. Lee showed me them about a year and a half ago, mm. year, two years ago it might have been when mm. I was here last time, mm. and they're, they're terrific, aren't they? Yeah, good. Unfortunately, there's only two trainers in here, but we've got three tracks here. We've got a 1,000-metre hobble track. Uh, there's an 1,100-metre jog track down the back, sand track that you can gallop on that on, and, and there's also a track inside that for anyone that wants to use a jogging machine and that so we've got an ideal set up here and it costs us nothing and it's all laid on for us it's the best place ever really yeah no it is indeed it um, um i do love it i love the amenities i love the people they all uh, get around and uh, have a bit of a give a hand as well so yeah yeah she's a big big um community sort of effort there's all volunteers and um pretty close-knit sort of community and uh yeah and uh, people seem to like to come here like you go to the races probably the same in Victoria, you go to the bigger venues and you can only count on one hand the amount of people there but we have race days here, we only have four meetings here but there'll be 1,500, 2,000 people here yep. you know, nearly every race meeting and other places would love to get them yep. no, they I don't know what it is about it but well, so the people, the hospitality, yeah, the people and the openness and, and a bit of fun and you can see the up close to the horses and that sort of thing but yeah, so she's a good spot, we love it but yeah 
Ah. Very good, Brian. Thank you. Good luck at the sales. Thanks, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be back. Um, what did I say? January 26th, Australia Day. Yep. It's a Friday. We're going to make sure people are aware that it is on a Friday. Lot number 12, the ride high. What's in there? You're going to have to help me Blissful with it. Blissful Glenwood. Blissful Glenwood. Yep. Uh, lot 12, the ride high um, out of there. So you'll be preparing that one. We look forward to um, selling him uh, through the Nutrien uh, brand and also Taz Racing. We'll be uh, getting him out there and we'll get some more stories out there as well. But, mate, uh, Thanks for joining us with the sales. Thanks for joining me today on Campbell's comments as well. I really appreciate it. Just a little chat. Um, love, love finding uh, rough diamonds like yourself. Um, went from there. I had to dress you before yeah, we started. Yeah, if right. the, if the right. kids are happy about that's the collar, right. it's yeah. my, my doing. So we're happy with that, aren't we? Yeah, no, we've done well. <laughs> right, right, Brian. Thank Good you. Merry Christmas and happy birthday. You too, mate. Good on you. <laughs> thank you.